welcome back to another wonderful, fantastic episode of the Towing the Line podcast with me, Anthony, as your your guide, your host, your wonderful personality. Um, last week, I so over the past week, this week's been pretty cruisy for me, training wise. After telling my coach that I was pulling out of Sunshine, I was like, we kind of agreed that. This week would be a good opportunity to kind of reset things, take a nice chill week and then just kind of build. I said I mentioned I want to build my bike, build my bike strength up a bit. So that's what we're going to do from next week. This week was pretty cruisy, nothing too strenuous. Um, yes, I still trained, did some strength stuff, but, you know, nothing to break the bank, thankfully. Um, I did... I got, I got a blood test the week before and got my results back on Monday and to my surprise, um, they were fine. No issues at all. So yeah, I had, I was a bit worried because you know how they say like vegans, you're fucking deficient in B12, you're deficient in iron, you're deficient in everything basically. I was worried that I was going to be deficient in all those things and Turns out I wasn't, so I was fucking pumped with that. Not that I expected anything less, but it was nice to not be deficient. Like, that's always nice. That's always a pleasure. So, I was pumped with that. Um, what else happened this week? Um, if I go back, flashback to the start of the week. So, at the start of the week in Melbourne, we were still in lockdown as of Monday. And we were supposed to come out Tuesday evening, which we did. Um, but as of Monday, it was like, oh, here we go. We're going to be locked in here for another fucking three weeks or another, you know, however long. Um, and thankfully we weren't, which was good. So yeah, that was, that was a good way to start the week. Then I did, I got to hit three, three strength sessions this week, which was fucking fantastic. I haven't done that in a very long time. Um, it was nice. Hit, actually hit deads with my boy, Dr. Fat on Monday then squats on Wednesday and then some upper body yesterday, which far out, I, like, I was very sore from all of those, all of those sessions. Um, my fucking chest and back is sore from yesterday, obviously. And my legs are still cooked from fucking Wednesday. <clears throat> I did like, I did five by, or six by 90. I think I built up, I built up to a heavy five or six rep squat. And then, um, yeah, they just blew my quads out. Like yesterday, I was I couldn't get up or sit down without grunting like an old man. So that that's always fun. Um, then yeah, yesterday yesterday morning, I I did a bit of bench on Monday. I think yeah, did a little bit of bench on Monday, and then yesterday I was like, I I tried to I, like last week I was hitting seventy kilos by by ten reps, no problem. And then yesterday or last yeah yesterday morning. I could, I was struggling with five, so I don't know what's going on there, getting a bit weak, but, um, you know, still pumped out a ripper session, which is good. I finished with um, a five minute, no, it was, I was going to do five minutes and I was like, no, nah, that's going to suck. So I made it like I had to accumulate a total of four minutes of a farmer's carry with the two, with my two forty kilo kettlebells. And that was very difficult by the end of it, um, your grip's blowing up and you're just like, I don't want to stop and have to wait even longer because every time I stopped, I made sure I had to do, I did 10 push, 10 push ups. So I was like, I don't want to stop again. Um, just fucking tough it out. So that was good. I'm a bit sore from that as well. But other than that, I didn't do much exciting training. 
in terms of my try stuff. Um, I swam once, which was good. I wasn't supposed to swim until next next week. I'm not supposed to start back swimming till then. But I was like, uh, I'm going to go in and swim just so that I get that little bit in before I start properly. So, yeah, my next swim's Monday where I've got to swim about 3K. Um, so, yeah, otherwise, anything else interesting happen? No, just some trainer sets that sucked. The usual, the blood tests. Um, I did come up with a concept on one of my runs earlier in the week about the New Year's reflection, how I think, how I think, so <clears throat> my opinion on New Year's, the New Year's resolution is I fucking hate it, I just reckon it's stupid, I reckon so many people come out with outlandish things that they're never going to stick to, never achieve, and there's like, it's just, you, you set yourself this bar that's just ridiculously high, and you don't, um, like you, you're never going to achieve it, you set the bar too high, you don't achieve it, you feel shit, and then it's just, like, what's the fucking point? You make yourself feel worse than you did before. So, I don't like the New Year's resolution. Unless you do it properly, it doesn't work. I think it's stupid. So, my idea of the New Year's reflection, where you look back on the year that has just gone and you see how far you've come as a person and what, like how, what you've achieved, what you haven't achieved, you know, where did you want to be and where you actually are, whether you're ahead of that, behind that, whatever. It just gives you the opportunity to assess yourself and then reevaluate for where you want to go in the year that's coming. And I think that's way more efficient than um, setting these ri- ridiculously high bars and then not achieving them. So that's my my concept or my um, my idea for for generations to come. Um, I heard this, I was listening to a podcast, I cannot remember where it was, or what it was, maybe it was, I reckon it was the Workaholics guys, so um, this is important, and if you haven't seen Workaholics, watch it, it's fucking hilarious, so on their podcast, this is important, they were talking about something, and they used the term snack vampire, and I thought that was fucking hilarious, and I presume... I think it was in the context, I should have written down what the context was, but I think in the it was in the context of like someone who just goes around fucking stealing food off other people or eating all the snacks. Um, like, so at a party, just say there's a bunch of different snacks. They're like, you know, eating more than they should in comparison to everyone else. Um, but I thought that was very funny. So snack vampire is something I'm going to use in the future to call people out when they're having too many snacks bit of a snack vampire, eh? Um, I also listen to, so Matt Fraser does a podcast with uh, Josh Bridges and Sevan, who's the, an old, it used to do the film, like used to do behind the scenes at the games before he got sacked. Anyway, he had this, I've recorded it, it was this audio snippet of him, um, but what was it, I'm trying to read, sorry, just give me two seconds. He was basically saying that, so the context was they were talking about going into the games and how there are events that they're good at and there are events that they're not good at and how the difference, like how it feels approaching each of those events. And he would say, it took me a while, like it took me a while to realize, but the events that I was good at, I would go in thinking I've got like, I'm going to win, like this is my wheelhouse, I'm going to I'm gonna crush this. And then as soon as he would start and the lactic acid would kick in and the pain would start, he'd be like, oh my God, what the fuck? I thought this was supposed to be like, I thought this was supposed to be my event, I thought I was supposed to win. 
And the point he made was just because it's in your wheelhouse or just because it's something you're good at doesn't mean you don't have to hurt in order to win. Like it's the um like he he might have been great and he might have won for everyone, but he still had to suffer in order to in order to win. And I think that's a good concept, like that applies to everyone. Just because something's in your wheelhouse or just because you're good at something or someone else is good at something doesn't mean it's not hard for them to do. They still have to hurt. Like those guys that are running the sub two hour or the two hour marathons, like or recently, more recently, the Olympics running like a 27 minute 10K. Yeah, just because they're good at running doesn't mean that it's easy for them. Like that fucking sucks. Like I can go out and run my fastest 10K tomorrow and I guarantee you I'm in just as much if not more pain than they are running um their 10k probably not as much probably not nowhere near as much pain as they are because they're fucking sending it to win a gold medal so just because you're good at something doesn't mean it is easier for you or doesn't mean it's easier for someone than if they're not good at it anyway i just thought it was a fucking super 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 cool um point of view on point of view on it um yeah, what else did I do? I started that, so I finally, on Wednesday, I got um, the, I got actually got all of the components to do this, that sleep concoction that I was talking about on last week's episode, or the week before, the apigenin, the L-theanine, and the magnesium 3 and 8. I got all three components, and I've had it for the past three, three or four days. I'm going to use my Whoop to track it. I'm going to, like, register it as a magnesium supplement. Um, but yeah, I, the first night I took it, uh, what I did notice was before I was, before I was, before I fell asleep, uh, I like, I was real wired. My brain was kind of going all over the place, but once I got to sleep, uh, I actually fucking had a great sleep. I woke up like before my alarm, my alarm goes off at like 10 to four. I woke up before it and I was aware of the fact that I was awake before it. And I was like, oh. I actually feel pretty good so I you know woke up I waited for my alarm and then I, I got up and went went and trained and I was like fuck like I actually felt I had had about seven seven hours sleep I felt fantastic and the same the night after and the same last night too had about seven hours sleep woke up and I was like usually or lately I've been hitting a snooze a bit but not woke up I think I snoozed once and then I was ready to fucking go and yeah, so I'm going to I'll monitor my whoop and see if that picks up any increases in recovery and stuff, but in terms of feel it could be placebo. Who knows? But in terms of feel, it feels like it's improving my sleep. So if you're looking to get um you know those those supplements, then let me know, but I think oh, I ended up I was talking to Patrick and we found them on on eBay. I think they're all on sale for eBay. So if you Google the um Oh, the theanine is a bit sketchy. It comes in like a little paper bag from India, <laughs> but it's it's sealed properly. Don't worry. It comes in because it's hard to get the actual extract because it comes out of chamomile tea, and it's hard to actually get theanine as a pure extract. Whereas it, you know, the only place to buy it was from from India. So that was a bit sketchy. But everything else is you know norm, comes in normal fucking um, pill form. So yeah, just fucking chuck it in eBay and have a little sus pretty sure they got some good deals going on at the moment um i was listening to so i was listening to a before i go any further i am going to touch on what i teased last week i'm just 
you know, lubricating the wheels, easing into this. It's pretty, it's, it'll be full on. Um, I don't know, I'm not prepared, I'm not, not, haven't really prepared to talk about it, but, you know, getting it out there is the, the big thing. I also forgot to fucking ask for people to ask questions, so... I didn't even, I don't think I post, fucking hell, I'm so all over the place, I was supposed to post something, teasing this week's episode, but I haven't done that, so anyway, I'm remembering all these things live, so I'm going to have to ask myself some questions later, and then I will, after I, you know, speak about what i got to speak about, anyway, where I was going with this was, I was listening to a podcast today, with I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast while I was riding, oh, I didn't mention that, I rode this morning as well, the fucking headwind, bro. Holy shit. The wind... The headwind on... When did I run? Would have been Wednesday. I think I ran on Wednesday. The headwind on Wednesday was fucked as well. Or Thursday it might have been. I can't remember. But it was ridiculous while running. And then this morning it was gnarly as too. I um, I took my road bike out and I didn't have the power meter pedals on. Because I got Garmin power meter pedals and that's how I monitor my, my power. And I didn't swap them onto my roadie. And... I rode with that, and I, I wish I had them on there, because it would have obviously shown, like, speed's not a good, accurate um, representation of how hard you're working into a headwind, so I wish I had I wish I wish had my power meter pedals on, so I could actually get a good gauge of how much more difficult it was with the wind, as opposed to normally. Anyway, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast with Tom, Tom Papa, Tom Pappas, Pappas? I think it's his most recent one. It was um, it was good. They were talking about so the point I'm making at the moment is they were talking about they were going through watching videos which I couldn't see thankfully, um, of like goannas and oh, like monitor lizards, Giannis Papas. That's it, Giannis Papas. Um, they were going through watching videos of like goannas eating um fucking like animals alive, and it was. From what they were describing, thankfully, again, they didn't actually play the videos and I couldn't hear them or see them because I was writing, obviously. They were describing them and I was like, fuck that. And then they made a good comment of saying, like, like Joe said, he's like, we are so fucking weak. And it's so true. We are just... When you watch videos, like, I follow Nature is Metal um, and a couple of other nature nature pages and it's it just... Like, it opens your eyes to the fact that we live in this fucking fantasy world we're in this little bubble of protected you know we're we're protected we're so protected from the reality of nature like out there man you watch fucking it's survive or die they're your two options and like you watch deer or gazelles or whatever you know stave off lions and stuff like that and they they're walking around with you know half a fucking leg hanging off but they're still just cruising around like nothing's bothering them because they can't show pain. They can't show weakness because that'll mean they're going to be targeted. So they're just, you know, got half a fucking leg missing and they're walking around like it's nothing. Whereas in our society, you know, fuck, it doesn't take a lot to, to make someone um, break down or, you know, kick up a fuss. It doesn't take a lot at all. You can like, yeah, just think it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like people get so fucking cut and annoyed over such small things these days whereas you look at the nature world and it's like they they don't have time they wouldn't have time to deal with this shit if you got something chasing you that's going to kill you like you could literally be like oh i'm thirsty i'm gonna go have a drink 
and go have a drink, and then a fucking alligator just rips your face off. How fucked up is that? We don't have that. We just get a drink from a tap of water. That's that's it. Whereas in there, fuck, mate, you don't have a chance to relax properly. That's why they're so elite, I suppose. That's why animals are so elite, because they don't have a choice. They have to adapt or die. But, yeah, I just, whenever I start thinking of the natural world and nature and stuff like that, to me, it just, it just you know, opens my eyes to how small or how, like, not in, not insignificant, that's when I think of space, but how just how fucking soft we are and how everyone could benefit from going out and doing some form of rough physical activity to train that mindset of yours and I guess trains like a, like one of my earlier podcasts just teach yourself how to deal with challenge in hard situations because we don't really face any in our in our everyday life it's not not something that we have to face often which is a downside I, we need to face challenge we need to face hardship because it builds us as who we are um Alright, so, I'm going to dive into this. This is just a bit of a warning. If you're triggered by, like, any talks of, um, I don't know, eating disorders and stuff like that, just don't don't listen. Don't do it to yourself, because you don't need to, alright? Just having a sip of water, relax. I'm back. The sun is shining directly into my eyeballs, and it's really hurting me. I'm just doing this with my eyes shut right now. Um, anyway... Yeah, so if you got any, if you're triggered by people talking about eating disorders and stuff, don't listen, don't do it to yourself because you don't need to. Um, anyway, so like I touched on last week, I struggled with a bit of an eating disorder between the years of like I think it was roughly like 2014 to mid 2019. Um, I didn't stop until I stopped just before, like so I made the call to like change everything just before I went vegan completely so I probably stopped in June July of 2019 and then I went vegan in October so it was around that timeline anyway so basically in 2014 I I don't know what started it I think it was I think it was because I was like drinking a bit of alcohol and you you know when you drink and you, you eat shit food at the same time and then you, you drink too much, so you throw up, you throw up your food, and then it's like, you throw up your alcohol as well, and then you're like, great, I can drink more, it stemmed from that, and then I kind of connected the dots, and was like, hey, if I eat shit food, and then I throw it up, then it's not, it's like I haven't really eaten it, is it, and then, so it was, it started as something that was, you know, when I was, when I was drinking, or when I was drunk, it'd be like, I can eat whatever the fuck I want, because I'm just going to drink a shitload tonight, and then, throw it up um and it's not gonna not gonna matter because it's gonna be on the floor not in my stomach and it stemmed from that and it was something that you know I kind of did when I was drinking and then what happened was it kind of developed into what I saw at the time as a kind of a guilt-free way of being able to eat like binge eat eat shit food and then not have to feel guilty for it because it wouldn't be still in me like I'd throw it up so it was the I think the technical term for it is bulimia that's what I I struggled with for what like five years something like that there was a six-month period where I didn't struggle with it I don't know why I think I just stopped um and then I was like I think I yeah I'd made the call I was like no I'm gonna stop and then I something happened and then I I got you know 
sorry, it um it it came back. Um, I think it's it was brought on by like real stressful situations, or like real like yeah, just not not pleasant situations, and that kind of used to trigger it for me. Um, so yeah, for the for those five years I spent the time like it would be it'd be almost like a reward for myself. I would, you know, train this. I don't think it was in conjunction with my training until a little bit later on, but it would be like, all right, I, you know, I train, train hard, whatever. You get to go home, like you get to go home tonight and you get to eat fucking, you know, I'd, I'd eat stupid amount of shit. Like I'd buy a bunch of fucking cookies. I'd dip them in milk. I'd eat them. I'd drink, you know, eat bowls of cereal, eat that too, fucking ice cream, whatever. And then I would just, you know, make myself throw up and get rid of all of it. And it would be like, cool all right, that's it, and then I would, like, go to sleep, or have a little, have a little meal, have a little bit of food, not, nothing, anything substantial, and then just go to sleep, and then the next day, like, I would, I wouldn't do it, oh, I probably, I probably did get bad, at, at one stage, I think I was probably doing it nearly two or three times a week, which was very bad, but generally, it wouldn't have been, it would have been, like, once, once a week, or maybe even a couple of times a month, um, at certain stages as well so it varied depending on where I was mentally but for me the kicker or the worst part was that I actually started to get leaner and I started to look good and that was what sucked because I got I guess I got val- external validation for it everyone was like fuck you look good blah 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 like I had abs I was in really good shape <clears throat> physically from the outside and it kind of I was like this it it's not okay but it is okay because it makes me feel good sometimes and it was this kind of it was it's fucked up but it was just it it fucked with me mentally it fucked with me mentally and it put me in a position where I was like I don't I don't want to do this anymore I hated it but at the same time I felt like I had to I was like I have to you know I have to look this certain way I have to look like this and it yeah it, it fucking like it was just I was trapped in a vicious cycle so it didn't yeah it was just it was just a fucking shit time so I like obviously I'm not a medical professional or anything so if I give advice don't don't take it literally but for me like if if anyone's out there struggling with that kind of thing please put in the work to get past it because it is on the other side it's so free so freeing and being able to look back on where I was and think what like fucking hell I just it's it's overwhelming when I look back and think where I was and to where I am now. It's it's incredible. So like there's a lot of different topics that are fucking shooting off my head at the moment. So I'm going to try and just work my way through steadily. So I'm going to talk through like how it kind of evolved and to the point where I decided to stop. So from the start it was very I think it was you know very steadily evolved and it very just slowly got worse and worse and worse. Um and I so through the time I was training and like getting leaner and stuff like that it, it became a bit of a what what made it kind of worse was I remember doing like eight week challenges and with body scans and stuff and like it would like that that used to suck I used to fucking hate it but love it because you know in the week leading into the body scan I would fucking like I wouldn't eat properly I would do nothing like I wouldn't I would train extra hard I wouldn't yeah wouldn't eat enough and then like right before the body scan, I would, the night before, I'd fucking eat a bunch of shit, and then just vomit it up, and then, like, wouldn't eat anything else, just drink a bit of water, and then go in the next day, 
and hope for this grouse low body fat scan and that reward i got when i got that low body fat scan was like oh i feel like yes i've achieved something whereas it wasn't something to be proud of at all it was you know it was fucking bad so that that went on for a bit and then i slowly i was like i I realized i had a fucking bad problem so i tried to shift my focus more on to the performance side of things and even then it just like it dragged i still had problems and it was like it was spurred on by stressful situations and i saw it as like a little bit like that that say 30 minutes where I was eating whatever the fuck I wanted to with no no guilt like that 30 minutes for me was the best it was like I was like on top of the world and then you know I would I'd have to fucking go and throw my guts up for you know just as long to try and get rid of it all and then afterwards I'd feel like absolute rubbish so it was it was just a fucking bad bad cycle bad mental state to be in and it wasn't until like I had during I had all these goals I was like oh yeah I'd love to you know try and qualify for the CrossFit Games and do all these things and the back of my mind was like there is no way you can fucking do that with this fucking eating disorder you have you can't fuel yourself properly and it was I even even when I did the fucking Spartan um, Ultra Beast I remember like that 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 night I fucking threw my guts up got rid of nearly all my all my food that I'd loaded up with the day before and then race day, the first four hours of the race were fucked. I thought I was going to die because I had nothing. I was fueled off nothing. I had no energy from the day before. And it took me like a good four four hours to get in the groove because I was eating and drinking electrolytes during those, those four hours. And that's what my body was running off. It was bad, man. I'm surprised I even managed to finish that fucking race. So that brings me to what spurred me to, to, to kind of stop it was, I knew, like, I got to June, July in 2019, I was like, I have to fucking stop, I was listening to um, Simon Hill's Plant Proof podcast, and they were talking about gut microbiome, and, like, how important it is to your overall health, and stuff like that, and I was kind of like, fuck, like, I haven't treated my gut microbiome good at all, because of, I think it was with Will Buritz, his name's confusing, anyway, I haven't treated my gut well at all and I was like I have to start I have to start doing it so I kind of tried to put a bit more focus on eating well and eating the right things and like at that time I wasn't wasn't vegan but I was still still vegetarian and I you know I did I started to gain a bit of weight and I was like I have to stop looking at myself and thinking fuck you're not you know, you're not shredded anymore, that's, that's disappointing, like, bad, that's not good, you should be shredded, I was like, I can't look at that anymore, I have to put that at the back of my mind, because I want to get, I want to get myself right, and if I have those thoughts, then I just have to silence them, sorry, I'm gonna, I've got a fucking burp, um, I just have to fucking silence them, because they're not gonna help me get to where I want to be, and I did, so I silenced those thoughts, and I just kept, I was like, just keep eating healthy, whole foods um keep pushing yourself to the point like keep pushing yourself to get better because you need to you're not going back this time this is it you're you're not you're not turning back and that that's kind of what i did it got to the point where i you know started listening to more and more of um uh, simon hill's podcast and i was like all right I'm, i'm gonna go vegan and then i made that jump and went vegan and then you know i haven't haven't looked back since since then 
you know, now it's what, 21, 2021, I'm almost two years, two years out of it. Um, I've, you know, I feel fucking great. I'm so proud of myself for how far I've come. And I guess it, yeah, it's fucking, it's rough looking back and thinking of where my mindset was. Um, but I guess it's, it's, it's fucking hard because like I've always, I've always wanted to, you know, be jacked and be shredded and stuff like that. But for me, like looking back at how healthy I'm doing healthy, I was when, when I looked like that, fuck that. I would not, if I never looked like that again, I could not give a fuck at the moment. I'm happy doing what I'm doing because I'm the fittest, strongest, or not the strongest, but the fittest I've ever been. Like, fuck, I may not look like that, but so what? I could wipe the floor with that cunt. So, that's where my head's at at the moment. And it's, yeah, it's just, uh, I guess it's it's eye-opening looking back on how far I've come. Um, another big thing in for me, like another big thing for me in getting better was deciding to do the Ironman because I was like, if you're going to do an Ironman, you can't fucking do what you've been doing. You can't throw up. You can't, you know, you you can't treat your body the way you've treated it. So for me, that was another big thing. I was like, all right, I'll sign up for this fucking massive Ironman and I'll commit to this training because I know this kind of training doesn't allow for you to, you know, not feel yourself properly. You can't. And and I was right. It doesn't allow for that. If I didn't feel myself properly, I knew about it. And I learned. And to the point now where I probably I probably do eat fucking too much food, but oh well. It's delicious. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fucked. Like I would go out and I wouldn't eat I wouldn't eat a proper meal. I wouldn't I would fucking I'd hate it. I'd get extreme anxiety if I had to go out somewhere knowing that they didn't really have any good food options, like they were all just shit. Like I wouldn't eat fucking chips, I wouldn't eat anything like that. And it took me a while to try and um, retrain my brain to think of foods like chips, burgers, you know, that kind of stuff, chocolate. Think of that kind of stuff as a good, healthy food because in my head, all I associated them with was, you know, binge eating and I guess throwing them up. So it wasn't wasn't great. And like even now, it's I'm starting to move past that. Like there are a lot of foods that I didn't look, I couldn't look at, or couldn't eat, or couldn't you know smell because I was like they just triggered a memory in my brain of me you know fucking huddled over the toilet after you know smashing a stupid amount of food. So slowly, slowly, I've just rebuilt my mindset, rebuilt my relationship with food from the ground up and I'm I'm proud of where I am now like I've come so far I've come so far um over the past past two years it's taken a lot of work yes and there's been times where you know I've I felt shit about myself like you can't I think I was listening to a, another podcast a while back a keep it cleaner podcast with um Steph Claire Smith and Laura Henshaw and they were talking they had someone on talking about eating disorders and they were like it never really goes away and they're right it doesn't really go away like I still have thoughts of you know I look at myself in the mirror and I'll be like oh you fucking you fatty but like I have to just turn around and like shut that thought down because it's not true or make a joke about it but it's like I, I, I recognize that that's not true like I'm not I'm not out of shape just because I don't look like I used to like that for me to look like that is unhealthy um and i just think like it takes a lot of work but 
you've also got to recognize that it's probably that those thoughts aren't probably going to go away. They're going to live with you and you have to learn to deal with them and you have to be, I guess, big enough to tell them to shut the fuck up. It's the same principle as, you know, going out and challenging yourself, put yourself in pain. You have to tell those thoughts of pain and quit to shut the fuck up and just move past them. And that's that's what I've 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 managed to kind of do. And it's like yeah, it's fucking it's it's crazy. I it sucks that I know there are so many people that struggle with this kind of stuff. Like I've seen a lot of people come out about it um over the past year or so and like I wanted to sooner, but I was like, "Oh, nah, I wanted I was going to talk about it on my Instagram, but I was like, let me finish my Ironman first and then I will talk about it in some capacity. I didn't know that it was going to be on a podcast, but I knew that once I finished my Ironman, that's when I was going to talk about it in a um, in whatever capacity I was going to talk about it. Oh, sorry. I've got to take another drink. Um, yeah, so... Uh, kind of lost track, eh? Hang on. Um, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I am going to talk about this. Yes, okay. So, there are a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people come out with, struggling with similar issues to me recently or, you know, recently by being the last like 12, 18 months. And it's, it fucking sucks knowing that there are people out there that are struggling. And I can see it, like a lot of young people too, you can just fucking pick it. You can pick when people struggle with that kind of stuff. And it sucks seeing it and knowing that, like it sucks seeing people, you know, struggling with the same thing and knowing what it's like to be on the other side. It fucking, it sucks, man. You feel trapped. You feel horrible. And I hate that it's not like, it's... It, bringing, back, bringing it back, it's society's fault that they've bred into us or they've smashed into our brains that this is the ideal, this is how you should look and if you don't look like this, then you're not good enough and that that sucks, like I, I fucking hate that that's the case because, you know, genetically some people aren't going to fucking be jacked and have abs, they can be as lean as they want but they're never going to look as good as the, you know, that that gold standard and for me, I think that's the case, like I, for me to be healthy, I'm not going to have abs, and well, like now, I, I don't care, I'm, I feel good, I get to eat whatever, whatever I want, I get to train when I want, I'm, you know, I'm fucking fit, I'm strong, I move well, I feel great, like that's, I, that's all I can, that's all I care about, I feel good, and I can, you know, my body's in good condition, like, that's, that's it, I'm, I'm a healthy man, and that's, that's all I can ask for, whereas back then, it was not the case, like, I remember, I got blood, te- I got a blood test done in, like, the peak stage, and because I was, I had such a poor fucking diet, like, I would, I remember, there was a stage there where I was living on, like, it would have been, like, just a scoop of whey protein in, um, low-fat yogurt, like, a big thing, at yogurt, probably, like, 500 grams of uh, low-fat yogurt with a couple of scoops of protein in there and some like fruit that would be my that was my meal like I remember I'd eat that I'd almost eat that for dinner a couple of nights a week as well which is fucking bad like that's not a meal and I got blood tests done and I had problems with my uh, my liver because I think it was my liver because of the little granules of the protein like my body was struggling to break it all down because I was over I was eating too much of it I was having too much of it so 
like just shit like that and at the time i'd like just blew it off i was like i don't give a fuck like this is what i gotta do this is what i'm gonna do and i i just looked back and i was like you're like i can't believe how much of a fucking idiot i was um to just you know ignore shit like that whereas now you know i've just got my blood test back i have no problems at all because i'm free i've built myself back up i'm out of that headspace i like it's yeah it fucking sucks so i hate that that's what society has kind of built and you can see this generation coming up now there are a lot of people that are struggling with these issues and it's fucking eye-opening it's it's rough man it's rough and like that i feel like the uh, fitness industry is broken in a way too because of like i at the time i loved like i love the idea of an eight-week challenge with where you do body scans and stuff like that or a 12-week challenge where you do body scans and you lose weight and it's it's good it's it's great like i get the the message behind it is good but at the same time like i don't like that because that's something for me that triggered me and made it made it worse and i'm worried that that's going to send the wrong message amongst a lot of people like like i know a lot of those diets that they put you on when you do these challenges the calories in them are just fucking ridiculous ridiculously low and not sustainable like what happens obviously i'm not a a professional but it doesn't take a fucking genius to work this out is what happens is if you drop your calories from say your base rate is 2000 this is not an example of me or anyone this is just a fucking number so i can you know make an example your base just say you're eating 2000 calories a day and you're maintaining right if you drop to 1500 or say 1800 a day and you eat that for however long say six six weeks right your new base rate is now 1800 so when you bump it up to 2000 you're going to put on weight so then you're like all right i want to drop more weight i'm going to drop it to 1500 calories then you eat 1500 calories for six weeks or four weeks or whatever now your new rate is 1500 calories if you eat any more than that you're going to put on weight so what do you do you drop it again and that is wrong that is not fucking good that is bad like it is you cannot constantly lose weight and you cannot survive being super super lean for a very long time like it's not good for your body it puts your body under immense stress you talk to like you listen to any of the big big bodybuilders and people like that like they'll tell you they'll tell you that it's not good you can't sustain it you need to build your you need to build your shit back up you need to start building your calories back up you need to build your intake back up because it's not sustainable and it's not good for your body um to be under that much pressure and that much stress with with lack of nutrition so like i feel like the fitness industry is broken in a way that it teaches us you know it, it tells us that that's the way to go like you have to do this like the, I guess the the cycle of the eight week challenge is you lose a heap of weight, then you put it all back on, then you lose a heap of weight, and you put it all back on. Like that's not fucking good. Why not just promote a healthy lifestyle where you gradu- like where you gradually lose weight, you gradually get into a you get get yourself into a body where you're fucking comfortable, you can do a lot of things, like you're functional fit, like you are fit enough and strong enough to do everyday tasks flawlessly without you know having issues with your back and what whatnot you don't like don't have any issues picking stuff up 
yet you're still able to function while eating you can still go out you can still have you know have drinks here and there like have fucking chips whatever like that's the that's the goal isn't it you want to be able to have balance in your life you don't want to be starving yourself and then in my case punishing yourself after you've gone out and enjoyed you know a meal that in your head you shouldn't have it's not not good and that's why like that's why like places like revel training um like we down there it's not it's not about an eight-week challenge we do testing so you test every i think it's 12-week training blocks and you test every 12 weeks you test like fitness and strength and stuff like that and then you in the training block you you aim to build your strength and build your fitness and i think that's far better than looking at people's body fat percentage and body weight because like it differs so many people people are built differently and some people carry weight better and some people don't carry it it's like it's hard you can't no 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 one has the same genetic makeup so i think just i think i I just don't i don't know maybe it's just because i fucking it was something that that crushed me a little bit but yeah i just don't like the idea i don't like the concept of constantly scanning people's body fat percentages and making them try to i guess lose lose weight lose fat because I don't know, it just, for me, it flipped a fucking switch in my head and, and then there we go, it was down a dark path, down a very dark path, it took me a while to come back from, so, yeah, anyway, um, what else, so, I feel like that was a lot, um, I'm gonna let that sink in, if you guys have any questions, I'll put a question box up sometime this week, and you, if you have any questions relating to this topic, then ask them, and I'll answer them, please, because, it's like i don't know it's fucking rough and if you're fucking if you're struggling with this kind of thing at the moment reach out please because i i can i can offer some advice i can help i've been through it i've been there i've been on the other side it sucks dude it fucking sucks you feel trapped you don't know where to go but like in order to get out yes you're gonna have to go through a phase where it doesn't feel good because you're like for me I put on a bit of weight and I didn't look as good as I I thought I should I started wearing big baggy t-shirts because I was like fuck this I'm gonna cover this up I wasn't fat but I was you know I had more flubber than I did before which is a good thing it's not necessarily a bad thing you got to feel your body you got to give yourself you got to love your body and that's what I didn't have and now I do have that so like you have to understand that if you want to fight, like if you want to fight your way out of it, you're going to go through a little phase where it's going to, you know, it's going to be hard. But on the other side, it's wonderful. Let me tell you, those chocolate-covered strawberries are delicious, and you deserve every single one of them. I'm probably going to buy some today, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's it's fucking rough. So if you have any questions or you you want to reach out about it, please let me know. Shoot me a message, and I will gladly. Um, offer some advice you've just got to be just got to be mindful you've got to show yourself some self-love because like the way I guess the way I looked at it was I can't sustain this shit for forever I can't it's not possible um, so it has to stop now I want to get myself right and I, I want to move on and that's what I that's what I did and thankfully too it led me to going fully vegan as well which was uh, wonderful one of the best decisions I've made I, oh, sorry, oh. yeah, I can't complain, I can't wait to try this new fucking Kit Kat though, holy shit, looks good, 
I'm just going to take another drink. Give me like two seconds. Yeah, I can't wait to try this vegan Kit Kat. But it says it's only in Metropolitan fucking Safeways, which is a pain in the ass. Oh, stretchy. Oh, I'm recording this on Saturday because Caitlin's getting her hair done. And I'd, like, just, I'd finished my ride and I was like, how long is it going to take? And when girls get their hair done, it takes ages. So I was like, well, I'm going to re- record my podcast on Saturday. And that way, I don't have to do it Sunday. So here we are, which is probably why I forgot to put the question box up and do all that kind of jazz. So anyway, not important. Um, so yes, I, I'm not going to... I'm going to try not to talk about that for the rest of the podcast. Um, I feel like that's enough information for the day. If you have any questions, ask me. If you have, if you want help or you need any advice, ask me and I will help you. Um, that's like everyone's got their shit. Everyone's dealt with their own shit and that is my bag of shit. Like everyone has their own little thing that they've gone through that has made them who they are and for me, it was, it was that. Um, I battled like I struggled in silence like I would love to know if anyone knew or suspected um that but yeah because I, th- I thought I did a pretty good job of fucking keeping it a secret but I'd wonder if anyone anyone actually fucking knew and just I guess was like fuck poor cunt and just looking at me in um in despair sadness I don't know but yeah I, I do I, th- I feel like I did a pretty good job of keeping it fucking under wraps it was it was rough too because I, th- I said I wasn't going to talk about it anymore, but I'm going to. Um, yeah, it was th- the worst part was because I had my Instagram account too and I was like, oh, I like, it fucking sucked. I was putting out just bullshit. Like, that's why I look back on all those things and I, I just, I see, like, I'm proud of the things that I've achieved, but at the same time, I look back at who I was when I was achieving him and it's like, it takes credit away from it. Like, the, the time I, I wore a weight vest for a week, like, I was fucked up. Um meant like fucked up mentally with this this eating disorder then so to me i see that weight vest week is like no nah, you were you were fucked doesn't count so that sucks i gotta try and deal with that shit too i gotta try and become you know i gotta try and accept the fact that that's who i was but i've still achieved some cool stuff like even the spartan race i look back at that now and it's like ah, oh, you were struggling big time then bro uh, you know and it kind of puts a it kind of taints the um the accolade in a way I suppose but you know what I've moved past it and that's I'm so proud of that and like Caitlin's been massive too she helped me humongously in the the early days like I she was well she's the only she is the only person who knows at this current stage right now because this is being recorded at my you know with me no one else is here um it's, yeah, it's just me, so I did tell her early, early days, I think I, when did we started going out, October in 19, so I told her, I probably told her before Christmas, um, so she knew early on, and she helped me massively, like she's always making sure I'm eating enough, um, when I was stressing out a bit with the Iron Man and with the shit that's been going on recently, she was on my back about eating properly, because she knows that that's something that comes up when I get a bit stressed. Um, so I'm very grateful that she's been looking after me. I yeah. So it's like I guess if you, if I was to define it, it would be it'd be bulimia. But there's also a bit of body dysmorphia in there as well. That I'm 
getting over on moving past. Um, I just, yeah, I didn't fuel myself properly for so long. And then once I started fueling myself properly, it's fucking game changing, man. You don't realize how insane, insanely good food is. I noticed it. I noticed it this morning while riding. I didn't eat. No, not this morning. Last week, sorry. While riding, I bonked. I didn't eat enough on the bike and I fucking bonked out. I had four bananas, dude, and I fucking bonked. I needed to have six. It's like I need to have a gel. It's it's crazy. You don't realize until I met. Like I didn't realize before that I needed to fuel with this stuff and I was neglecting it all and it was all it was all demonized for me um, by like by by everyone not just like no no one specifically but but just by I guess society again um, society's a fucking a, sh- a shit bloke just everything gets demonized you know as unhealthy and this and that but it's like yeah some things are unhealthy but at the same time they're not unhealthy if you eat them once you know every now and then like if you have them every fucking day then yeah all right probably unhealthy but if you're having them once every fucking month or you know once every couple of weeks it's not that bad eh it's all balance bro it's all about balance and that's something that i've learned everything in balance and something that did help me was I tried to stick to the formula of, all right, during the week, um, I'll eat whole food plant-based, and then during the weekends, I will eat whatever disgusting treat I want. And that's kind of what I did for a while there. But now it's like, I'm at the point where I just kind of eat what I want. Like, if I feel like during the week, if I feel like I need a little treat or a little something, something, I'll, I'll have it. Because, like so, like, so what? I feel like it, I'll eat it. It's not a big, not a big issue. Anyway, um, yeah. So, any questions or anything, just fucking reach out. I'm here to help. I don't have any medical experience in this, but I have gone through it. I've been in the thick of it, um, and I've dealt with it for well, it was like five years. So, I know a little something. Um, all right, I'm gonna ask myself some questions. Should I? I shouldn't ask. I'm not gonna ask myself about. Um, that I'll ask myself some shit about some other stuff. So, so Anthony, how long has it been since you've become a vegan? Well, it, um, I first, when did I first go vegan? I've got it written down somewhere. I've got it written in my notes somewhere because it was a very important time for me. I think it was the, I think it was September. September 19, I think. But I just, I don't know where it's gone. It's like it's disappeared. Here we go. Went vegan. September 2019. So, it's almost, what's that? Almost two years. Damn, dude. It's a long time. Yeah, since then, it's just like at first, I was so nervous to go to make the, make the flick. I'll probably do a full podcast on it at some stage. Um... But yeah, I was so nervous to make the make the switch. It was very very confronting going fully vegan, even though I was going from vegetarian. So it wasn't that big of a jump, but it was still confronting because I used to eat eggs were one of my staple. Um, and then I was like, I don't think I can get rid of them. I don't think I can do it. And then I made a banana bread without eggs, and I was like, damn, this is pretty delicious. All right, eggs are gone. Um, and then I was vegan. Whoa! I remember I went one week without eggs. No, I went like five days without eggs, and I was like, fuck, 
may as well just keep going. And then, yeah, here we are two years later. I haven't had an egg since, not regretting a single moment of it. Um, yeah, but it starts off hard, and then you realize how many fucking, especially nowadays too, like I respect, I have so much respect for the OG vegans that were vegan like 15 years ago, coming up with, you know, fuck all vegan foods, they just had to find 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 shit that worked, whereas nowadays everything, there's so many things that are vegan, and I feel like there are a lot of companies too that are just taking milk solids out of the products. Because a lot of products will just literally, oh geez, will literally just have milk solids as the only thing in them that are causing them to not be vegan, which is ridiculous. Because why the fuck would you put milk solids? It's like a lot of chips. A lot of chips have milk solids in them. It's for, for fucking what? Add a bit of volume. It's ridiculous. Remember there was like roast chickpeas once that Caitlin had and she's like, these got to be vegan. And I was like, I don't know. We'll just, we'll have a look just to see, make sure. And they had milk solids in them. We we're both just like, what the fuck? Roast chickpeas with milk solids is fucking ridiculous. But yeah, so if you're if you're looking to make the switch, be patient. You don't have to fucking rush it. Just easy, easy, easy. And you will slowly realize how many options there are and how many different food choices there are. Like another a good example I heard on it would have been Plant Proof's podcast. Um oh, oh, that was a good yawn. Fuck. I might have a nap. Um, another good example from his podcast was, he was like, how many fruits and vegetables are there? There was like this infinite, infinite fruits and vegetables, whereas there's a limited amount of, um, meat that is available for consumption. So you're like, you're not spoiled. You're, you are spoiled for choice. You have so many fucking choices. It's ridiculous. So yeah. Um, all right. What is another question? So, Anthony, what shoes do you like to run in? Um, yeah, just just running, just running stuff. Thanks. Um, all right, so the shoes I like to run in at the moment, uh, I actually got given them as a promotional thing for Rebel Sport um, through Nike, Nike Running. They're the Epic Reacts. Um, and I was like, at first I was like, like, cause you got to do, got to put up a couple of photos and whatnot, um, and do a little bit of a blurb about them. And I was like, okay, I went for one run in them. I took some photos, but it was like, it was a run off the bike and I was just, the photos were all fucked cause I was just cooked. Like I, um, yeah, I don't think I drank enough that drank enough water that day. Typical. And I was just, yeah, the photos were ridiculously shit. Cause I was just, I just wanted to rush. Anyway, the shoes are great. They are absolutely amazing. So, I have been running in them since, damn, it's probably like, oh, I can't remember. It's a long time. I've put 700Ks on my, on that, that first pair of um, Nike, Nike Reacts, Infinity Reacts. I've put, yeah, 600, no, yeah, it's like 700Ks on them. So, in a couple of months, in probably like, I don't know, probably since the start of the year. Um, so they're my f- absolute favorites at the moment. And then so much so that I actually asked them to, if they could send me another pair before my Ironman and thankfully they did. So I did my race in those. I actually ran my Ironman in them. Um, but I am looking for a different pair cause I feel like they are, although they are great, I feel like I can do better. So I don't, I don't know. I need to go and actually get my feet. I need to get my feet examined because although these are great, they're great fast fast shoes 
but I did have hotspot problems with my feet during the race and the toe box is quite big on these but I, I don't know I feel like I need to try try a different pair try something else it can't hurt um it can only you know maybe the, the next year will be better like I was hesitant once I found because I used to run in the the hawkers I think the Clifton Clifton sixes and they were amazing I loved them they were my they're my favorite running shoes and then I was hesitant to try any other shoes until I found the the reacts and then I got in them and I was like oh fuck these are sick they are so fast because I'm because I think why I was so hesitant was because of the whole stigma or negative around the heel heel lift and like how it shortens your Achilles and it's not good for your feet and stuff like that and I was like no nah, can't have any heel lift not allowed forget it have to run in like zero shoes and then hawkers were like a zero mil don't have any heel heel lift and I was like I'm gonna run in these because they've got zero mil but the reality is if like I spend 90% of my days in flat shoes um, I've been wearing my vivos every fucking day the the new ones I got and holy shit they are amazing I'm so happy with them I did have a pair like last year I bought a pair and they were too big and they just flopped around I didn't like them but these ones oh, I'm gonna be getting another pair they're amazing I am um, yeah, wear them every single day. I love them. And they're serving the purpose I got them for, which is great. Um, anyway, yeah, I think there's... The, I used to... I, you know, I was like, no, nah, i got to wear flat shoes only. And then I tried these and I ran in these and I was talking to James and it was like, if you're racing in, you know, shoes with a bit of a heel lift, they'll, they'll push you along. They'll help you run quicker. And I was like, yeah, you. I suppose you're right. So I've shifted my attitude around them. Um to the point where I'm, I'm happy to run in, run in shoes with a bit of a heel lift now. So I just got to try and find a good, good pair, a good set, I should say. Um, yeah. What? Anything else on the shoes? No, I've not got nothing. I just, yeah, comfy. I um, the, the only thing is they're so expensive. I've never run in carbons either. I would like to try a pair of carbons. I don't know what brand, but I'd like to try some carbons. Sorry, I was taking another drink. Um, does anyone else, does anyone, anyone else have any question, questions for me? Um, I know it's been a, been a long emotional podcast, but does anyone else have any questions they want to ask me? I do. Um, so what, what, what socks do you wear? Seems like a bit of a weird question, question buddy. Nah, but, but what, what socks... What socks do you wear when when you exercise? Um, uh, well, I suppose I suppose you knowing what socks I wear is not that weird. Um, so great, thankfully I don't actually know the brand of the socks, <laughs> but they're oh they're like M M two O or M O twos, something like that or M zero two, and they are like they're like compression socks. So they 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 are amazing, and Stygian socks. So. The compression socks I usually wear when I'm riding and, and running too, I suppose. It's just, they're so nice because the way they work is they relieve pressure on on certain areas of your foot. Like you put the sock on and it just, pre- like it compresses certain areas and relieves pressure off other areas. And I, I, I fucking love them. So they're my new favorites. I will, um, I'll run in, run and ride in them when, whenever they're available. I've only got three pairs because they're hard to fucking find. And then I've got a, a good pair of two times U socks, which are the same, like compression. They're my my favorite. And then I've got a couple of pairs of um, Stygian 
socks which i like to train into they're really comfy like real comfy one like no seams so you're not going to get any blistering or anything like that and then they're, they're, they're wonderful i don't really run in i do have injinji toe socks i don't really run in them or do anything in them though i wear them you know to work and stuff like that but i don't don't train in them um i prefer nice you know full socks i don't like in between my toes it freaks me out a little bit when i'm running um and in terms of when i'm training like strength stuff wear whatever whatever's available and whatever looks most ridiculous yet yesterday i opted for bright red with my multicolored uh reebok nanos so you know whatever whatever suits i suppose um i'm just going to take another drink because i'm thirsty oh and i'm back um oh what did I, what else did i have to say oh fucking hell so i before coming over before recording this i had to deal with little axel he was following me around i was feeding him bits of my apple um and he was just following me around like like a bad smell and i was like bro i gotta i gotta leave you like i'm gonna have to go and record my, my podcast i can't have you follow me around and I like put him in the house and shut the door and he was looking at me through the little window and then like I started walking away and he just followed me and just kept changing windows to get a better look at me as I was leaving and I felt so bad for the little lad so as soon as I finish this I'm gonna go over there and just you know rough him up a bit give him a bit of love he's um yeah I feel bad for the older one Hudson he just fucking cops it endlessly because he's because Axel's in that age where he's Oh, he's, I, I was actually wrong too. He's like, I think he's like six months old, not even. So he's a very young, young lad. He's born in what, January? So what's that? Fuck. Yeah, seven months. So he's, um, he's a fucking psycho, man. He's still young and he just beats Hudson up all the time. Like, there's so, I've got so many videos of him. It's fucking hilarious. Anyway, I'll go give him some love once I'm done here. Um, the other yesterday morning i was training in the gym it was fucking like 4 30 or something and hudson hudson was uh out chasing kangaroos and i went out and i was like what are you doing mate and he was all happy he's all happy by himself just enjoying the enjoying the wilderness so i think he he puts up with axel but he also loves if it loves his alone time so i'll go and take axel off his hands might even take him for a bit of a walk this afternoon eh the weather's all right outside um melbourne's actually brought brought us a game aside from the the fucking winds um it's pretty nice out there it's very nice actually um i'm trying to think did i listen to any other cool podcasts this week i listened to so many podcasts holy shit i started watching um dave it's a if you've got binge watch it it's pretty funny um i've already ripped through a full season i think it's got I started watching it because it's got the comedian Andrew Santino in it and he's hilarious from the Bad Friends podcast. So, uh, sorry for yawning again. Um, yeah, so I, like, I started watching because of him and it's actually quite funny. They have so many cameos of different people. It's ridiculous. Like every episode, they have a different famous person, which is, um, yeah, it surprises you. Surprises the shit out of you, you know. You're sitting there and then all of a sudden Justin Bieber's on. You're like, what the fuck? Where did this guy come from? Um, but yeah, that's a good good show. Would recommend out of 10. Um, oh, what else? 
oh, I'm keen to go to the movies and watch um, fucking Suicide Squad. Hey, that's I was gonna go watch this weekend. It doesn't come out till the fifth, so I was um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit annoyed about that. Um, I still haven't seen Fast and Furious either, which is oh, I want to see that too. There's so many movies I want to go watch, just not enough time. Well, fun fact: popcorn at the movies is vegan, so. Um, if you go to Hoyt's and you want popcorn and you're vegan, <laughs> you can eat all of it. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Is it, does does anyone else have any questions? Anyone? Sir, what do you what do you use to track your exercise and do you monitor your heart heart rate? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, man. Man, ma'am, I, I do monitor my heart rate. I use my, I have a Garmin Phoenix 6, 6X plus whatever. I don't know. They got, it's just the most complicated. It's a Sapphire and it's Garmin Phoenix 6. And yes, I use a heart rate, heart rate strap, HRM try to monitor my heart rate. Um, because I like, it's valuable data. Oh my God. Um, it sounded like I said ginger fuck it's valuable data to have your heart rate and I feel like the chest strap just does it the most accurately out of anything like the whoop is pretty fucking good in terms of getting it from your wrist but nothing beats a chest strap so yeah I use my my Garmin um, to monitor everything but all my exercise and then for my coach that all gets uploaded in the training peak so she can see all the stats too um, and then in terms of my whoop, I just wear that mainly for recovery um, and to monitor, to make sure my, I, it's really just for recovery. Like the strain's one thing, um, but I'm not really concerned about the strain on, on my whoop. It's more so my recovery protocols, like how my sleep's going, what improves my recovery. So it'll be interesting to see how this magnesium stuff impacts my recovery. Um, but yeah, that's, that's I, I use my whoop for recovery and I use my Garmin for what, I guess, what expenditure or what output I, I i do um when i when i exercise and anyone anyone else got any more questions yeah so what do you use for your um when you when you do your trainer sets well um i so this is actually a funny story i'm going to take a drink of water first before i um start to tell you the story uh, and we're back so i ordered <laughs> i ordered a a tax neo t2 at the start of 2020 in april um because i wanted a, a, a trainer like i used to have a trainer that you'd put your wheel on and i've i fucked up a couple of times i didn't do it up tight enough and what would happen is like if you don't do the trainer up tight enough and you're pedaling and slow like as it heats up it just melted the fuck out of a couple of my tires and it was so annoying and then i'd get flats on it because I couldn't change wheels properly, it was just a fucking disaster, I was like, fuck this, I'm going to buy a good um, trainer where you put the chain around and you, you know, it gives you resistance and it can actually give you, like, assist you as well when you're going down hills, so I actually do it, oh gosh, I do it all on a tax Neo, Neo trainer and it's fucking wonderful, I have no, no complaints, I remember, so I ordered it in April 2020, I didn't get it till December of 2020, so I was pretty mad when I got it and I was like, I'm going to fucking, because they got, so tax got bought out by Garmin and there was a bit of, um, you know, there were some teething issues, um, which took, 
which is why it took so long. So I was like, I'm going to fucking rip them apart. I'm going to, you know, hate sending all this hate mail and stuff. As soon as I got my trainer and jumped on it, I was like, cool. And then never said a word ever since. So I'm very happy with that. Um, that does the, the job perfectly. I cannot, cannot complain at all um, with with the smart trainer. Um, it's it's just super like the trainer sets are hard it's i don't know if anyone's like i'm sure you have done stationary bike stuff before it's quite difficult um it and a minute feels like an hour and when it's hard like when it's hard when it's harder it is easier because you're concentrating on something else so for me oh yeah if i have 90 minutes of 90 minute free easy ride on the train i fucking hate it whereas if i have like 90 minutes of intervals it's so much better like 90 minutes of hard intervals like it might be a 20 minute warm-up then some big 10 minute blocks and then some shorter like then it might go from 10 minutes down to five like so i might have three 10 minute blocks then i might have a couple of five minute blocks and i might have a couple of two minute blocks to just blow my legs out like that kind of stuff is way better than 90 minutes of flat riding like straight boring um same pace riding that sucks because you you think about it you never really ride for that you're never going to go for a ride where you're riding the same pace the entire time it doesn't really happen that often um like when you're outside you're riding up and down hills going around corners you know might get traffic lights here and there so you're constantly stopping and starting so it's very rare that you're actually in a situation where you're going to be riding with no change in anything no change in any variables for the whole ride so that is why i don't like just fucking cruising for 90 minutes um i'm keen to get back into swimming this week though fucking hell like i'm like oh so my swim was was really good i i enjoyed it i did a what did i do 2.2k i wasn't supposed to swim at all so i was like i'll do a little bit um i felt slow so much slower it's amazing how quickly you lose your swim fitness so i've got a bit of work to do to build that back up but thankfully i know what it's like considering we were here we've in victoria we've been through this multiple times so you know i know know what i gotta do i know i just gotta put in the work and it'll be happy days um so yeah does anyone else have any have any questions so sir what are you gonna do when when you finish with this this podcast um well so what i what i plan on doing today is i'm gonna save it maybe edit it so that the sound is good good quality for you guys when you listen and then um i'll finish drinking my water because i've got a little bit left i haven't had enough today i'll pack up and then i'll probably go to the shops and buy some fucking chocolate coated strawberries because that's all i've been thinking about since i mentioned them um come to think of it yeah i'm gonna go do that i'm gonna go buy some chocolate coated strawberries i'm gonna buy some for caitlin too anyway i hope you guys enjoyed this episode please let me know please give me some feedback um i think we've cracked 210 downloads so far Woo! yeah claps all around um so yeah if you have any questions ask me if you need i don't know need guidance or want to reach out to someone reach out to me i can help you i can give you you know some advice or talk you through some shit um please share this podcast comment i don't know subscribe i don't really have anything to subscribe to but comment 
you know, show me some love, share it with your mates, and I will talk to you uh, next week. Hopefully, I'll remember to actually fucking put a question box out so that I can answer some of your questions rather than these strange fans that keep following me around wherever I go. Anyway, hope you guys have a fucking ripper weekend. Lots of love from your boy. Um, This has been another wonderful episode of the Toe on the Line podcast with your fantastic host, Anthony. I'm going to try and get this to an hour and 12 minutes. Good luck.